Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the Fight Fan with Pete Hoffman time. Y'all must have forgot why we the best. People say the punches weren't really necessary. What do you mean, why were they not necessary? Because he was already knocked out at that point. But it, the referee hadn't pulled me off. And my job is to hit somebody till the referee pulls me off. So to so those people, I would say, maybe don't watch him and they go back to soccer. You know, I made history here tonight. I set another record. It's my name in history one more time. WFAN and Radio.com. You guys caught me under under a bad bad time, but you know what I'm saying? The Rock's cool. I like ballers. I like ballers. You know what I'm saying? But he picked the wrong side. He picked another side, so he could get it, too. He could get his ass whipped, too. Straight up. With all due respect, he could get it, too. I definitely want to defend my 145 about. And let's see. I'm going to talk to Dana. Dana, tomorrow I'm going to call you. We're going to have a talk. I love you, boy. Here's your fight fan host, Pete Hoffman. That's right, folks. It is the fight fan with your host, Pete Hoffman. Giving you an instant reaction of UFC Fight Island 8 between Mike Piesa and Neil Maggi. Follow me at the Hop WFAN on Twitter. And as always, we are on radio.com and WFAN.com. Like I said, we are here to give you a little recap, instant reaction of the fight night that took place today on ESPN. Michael Chiesa and Neil Magny headlined this fight card. 14 fights today if you're on the East Coast. It was a little early, not terribly, but but 9 a.m. prelims hit. Main card started at 12 and 14 fights. Let's be honest. Michael Chiesa looked phenomenal. This fight was debatable how it was going to go. Neil Magny's, who is very a very good striker, who's on a three-fight win streak going up against Michael Chiesa, who's also been performing pretty well as of late. Neil Magny, not sure what happened, but Michael Chiesa read everything perfectly, was able to take the fight to the ground when needed, was able to dominate the ground game, Every time Magny tried to get out, and he was doing his best to stay active, to get out of submissions, get out of holds, but every time Magny moved whichever way, Michael Chiesa was there. He was one step ahead the entire time. Whatever happened, whatever move Magny made, Chiesa would able to find 
his way into a better position, whether it was full mount, whether it was into a guillotine attempt, whether it was a different choke. They were in these grapples on the ground. They were in these scrambles on the ground constantly. And you'd hear, you know, DC and the commentators basically call it like, whoever gets the next position, whoever can get higher is going to control this. And it would always be Michael Chiesa. He was just, was on a different level than he normally has been in recent years and looked really good after the fight. He called out Colby Covington, which is very interesting. Uh, very interesting for, for a few reasons because of the inaugural today as well, for the presidency, for the president, as well as the fact that Colby Covington is really the number one contender. We know that we know that Kamaru Usman and Gilbert Burns are fighting soon. They're unavailable. So Colby being the number one contender, that's the next best fight if it's not a championship fight. Clearly, Kies is going to move up in the rankings. Damian Maya was a step above him. That fight probably not going to happen, though. It would be interesting to watch. The same way as the Colby Covington fight would be interesting to watch. But again, we've seen this before where two really good wrestlers or jiu-jitsu uh, fighters go into the cage and rather than take the fight to the ground, they just stand and bang. And that is something that we've seen Colby Covington do. That was the Kamaru Usman fight. That was the Damian Maya fight. And whether or not you like Colby Covington, he is someone who is entertaining, performs well. I know he lost to Kamaru Usman. I know he broke his jaw. But for the majority of that fight, he was in it. He he stood toe-to-toe with Kamaru Usman. No one can take that away from him, no matter what. Though we all thought the fight was going to the ground, that did not happen. And they both stood toe-to-toe, and it was a great, brilliant fight. And we'll see what Covington has. Covington has, if that's a fight that will be made. And I wouldn't be surprised if those two did fight, Covington and Kiesa, that the fight would stay on the feet. Because after watching Kiesa today, I, I don't know if Covington wants to go that route. That That is a fight where you love to see two people with their wrestling skills, with their jiu-jitsu skills, go at it. But it might not be as entertaining as standing and banging. And that's what these fights tend to go to, that the two people that are experts on the ground, you know, and not saying that Colby Covington fights are boring, same way as we've talked about Kamaru Usman, the way, same way we talked about Tyron Woodley back in the day. You know, you see that these, these fighters that could take the fight to the ground and could smother your opponents and work them and out-hustle them and just constantly bring the pressure, sometimes that's boring. I don't, no, I want to see the two dominant wrestlers go at it. We don't really see that. So I'm curious to see what would happen uh, with Kiesa and Covington if that that, that fight happened. Um, it, again, 14 fight card. So a lot, lot was going on here. Uh, and I'm not going to run through every single fight because that would be crazy. That would just be bonkers to do that. So we'll just go over some some highlights, some uh, some of the better fights, some of the cards that I, some of the fights that I was most interested in. I'm going to start with Viviani Arujo versus Roxanne Modafferi. That women's flyweight fight was very, very interesting coming into it. Everyone knows Roxanne. Everyone knows how she's a mainstay in the women's division, uh, women's MMA. She has been working on her ground, uh, striking, but she is phenomenal on the ground, off her back and submissions and everything. She's just she is just one of the vets of the sport. And even if she's outclassed on the feet, she can find a way to, to keep the fight competitive, potentially win the fight, 
put herself in a position to win the fight, I should say. But Viviani was, and I, I told this to some people, she, I think, obviously Shevchenko is the best striker in the division. But Viviani is up there. No questions asked. And she really put on a really good performance against Roxanne. Roxanne could not close distance, could not could not engage enough. Towards the third round, you saw her, you know, landing a little bit. But Viviani was just really controlling the fight the entire time. And then when she wanted to, she just took, took down Roxanne. And that's something you don't see. And when you do see that, you see Roxanne jump on it and find a way to put her opponent to a submission. But Viviani was just completely in control, and it was super impressive, and I would love to see what, what's next for her. Not ready for Shevchenko. But some interesting fights. I mean, listen, Laura Murphy is someone who would like to fight Shevchenko. Maybe you do contender fight, see who the number one contender can be between those two. Obviously, Jessica Andrade is up there, too, as the number one. But I would think that Andrade for Shevchenko makes sense. And if Viviani is going to move up in the rankings, maybe her versus Lauren Murphy could be something that uh, could be a potential fight for, like, a contender. Matt Schnell versus Tyson Nam. Tyson Nam, again, we talk about these divisions. We talk about the heavyweight divisions. We talk about the knockout power of all these guys. One thing about the flyweight division and the men, you know, 125s, you never really talk about the knockout power. We never talk, you never used to at least. And now things have changed. Davidson Figueredo has definitely changed that. You know, Henry Cejudo definitely did that with when TJ Dillashaw came down. Um, DJ has always had phenomenal power, but he was in a different world of his own. Tyson Nam, though, is, is, is someone who has that knockout power in the flyweight division. But Matt Schnell looked very impressive. And Schnell's not, not a young buck. He's worked and grinded out over the years. He was on the Ultimate Fighter one year. And that first round where he like basically out doubled, uh, outstruck uh, Tyson Nam and doubled the, the the strikes, was pretty impressive. So Schnell with a very nice victory on the prelims. We saw the return of Nurmagomedov. It was not Khabib. Well, he, Khabib was there, but uh, his cousin Umar was there and really put on a good performance. Their wrestling is just phenomenal. The Nurmagomedovs, the way they train. It's just on a different level, and you saw that again, how easy it was and how dominating it was for Khabib's cousin, Umar, to just really dominate the ground. And and whatever they do, whatever they do, it's just super impressive. So he won that pretty pretty easily. The first round, they struck it out a little bit. They were standing, but towards the second round, he really, Umar just really uh, dominated that fight, and, and then the wrestling came out and, and put him in a... a Rear naked choke and just look, looked good. Mike Davis, Mason Jones for me was the fight of the night. I think that fight was just incredible. Both guys, up and comers, uh, Mason Jones, this was his first fight in the UFC. They put on a show. They put on a show. Mike Davis won the fight, but I mean, that fight could have gone either way. They both were bloodied, bruised, battered, but it was a really good showing by both guys. And I think that Mason Jones has a great career ahead of him. The upset of the day, I thought, was Amari Akhmadov versus Tom Breeze. Akhmadov, as we last saw, lost to Chris Weidman. And a lot of people were questioning that that performance because Chris Weidman seemed to handle Akhmadov very easily. Tom Breeze, taller, 
better reach, longer reach, I should say, came in and, and I thought would be the better striker. But this fight did not last long on its feet. Akhmedov took him down quick and was able to completely dismantle Tom Breeze. And Breeze was able to get a submission attempt off for like one quick second and survived the first round and really just was outclassed. Akhmedov was just all over him and was given ground and pound. And he tired out after that, that first half of the first round, which allowed Breeze to, to find the second win. But second round came and finished very quickly as Akhmedov with the win. Very impressive for Omari because he was, uh, after that Chris Weidman loss, it did not look good. Listen, Chris Weidman has had a very strange career recently. After his title run, he just hasn't been successful. He's lost fights in the cage that were he was dominating in. And then whether it was the Yoel Romero fight, whether it was the Jacare fight, he always finds just that one. He left himself open for one punch. And he'd get knocked out. That's why seeing him beat Omari the way he did, it was dominating. It was, uh, you know, complete control on the ground. And you said to yourself, a lot of people said that Weidman was done and saw that performance and questioned his opponent. Well, after the way that he fought Tom Breeze, you can't question that performance against Chris Weidman. You could remember why Chris Weidman's that good. So those are the fights. It was just a good card overall. We will be back on Friday. We will be back with a new episode of The Fight Fan, episode two. We will be previewing the Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier, UFC 257 card. It's going to be a good card. We'll break that down for you. I'll get a couple guests on. Um, or at least get one guest on with you. We'll see if we get two. But I'll have that for you on Friday. Check back at the Hoff WFAN. And I will see you guys on Friday. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.